0: Welcome to the Orange County Catholic Radio Show on AM-1000 in Orange and San Diego counties and on AM-930 in Los Angeles County. Each week, we bring you compelling conversation with church leaders and laity, talking about the things going on in our diocese and discussing the important issues that impact the world around us. We're coming to you through the good offices of Relevant Radio, from our studios on the campus of Christ. Cathedral in Garden Grove, where Catholic faith is crystal clear. Here now to introduce our guest and today's topic is your host, Rick Howick.
1: And welcome to Orange County Catholic Radio. I'm Rick Howick, your host. And with me today are two fantastic ministers of music who have come and graced us with our in our studio here with some of their music. And I'd like to introduce you to Hope and Justin Schneer. Welcome to our show.
2: Thanks,
0: Rick. Thanks for having us.
1: And if you would be so kind as to open us with a word of prayer, we would be greatly appreciative.
0: Let's start in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Sweet Jesus, thank you for this time together. Bless our conversation. For all those who are listening in this moment, may their hearts be opened. And um, we pray for your continual blessing in our life. Thanksgiving for the gift of family, friends, and for all the gifts you shower upon us every day.
1: Amen. Amen. In the, name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm. Now, I understand that uh, both you two have been playing music together since your very first meeting. Mm. So tell me a little bit about what got you into music ministry.
2: Well, it's funny you call it music ministry because I think that means for most people something entirely different than what we do.
1: Right. You don't go and play on Sunday mornings yeah. in a certain church. We don't yeah. play
2: with a youth group. We don't, you know, all of yeah. that stuff, which is so beautiful, is not really our not really our thing and it's and it's almost becoming so it been an accidental involvement where i remember getting married and thinking you know i kind of wanted to do a little something with music but hey now god wants me to get married and i'm only 20 and i'm going to start having babies so i guess that's just not going to happen i often feel like it was something i kind of gave up for god and for my vocation and then god years later kind of gave it back to us and wow. said you know. Thank you for giving that up, but I do. I do want you to enjoy it, and I do want you to participate this, in this and and write songs and. But let it let it be what I want it to be.
1: And, and then, where did you come from in this musical side of this? Were you always also called to music and a ministry of music?
0: Yeah, and again, I I, I guess I never considered it ministry. It's just kind of part of who we are and what we do. We we play music, and that music is. Weaved into the fabric of who we are, and that expression of that music, is it's a window. It's like a window into the soul. Music is something that I started playing music when I was in high school, and I'm not really a trained musician, but more of just a songwriter.
1: Okay, kind of a garage band type of uh, uh, background?
0: I've done a little of everything <laughs> from the mattresses on. <laughs> yes, sure, yeah, answer. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the mattresses <laughs> on the garage. Well, uh, Doors and Dead. V guitar and rocking out, and then eventually just really more of an acoustic artist. And just played and wrote, and Hope was a songwriter. The very first time, her very f- it was uh, Hope's very first college party. Mm-hmm. I was a senior, Hope was a freshman, and we met on the front porch. We were hosting a party, and she showed up there.
2: I was just sharing a story that... Um- I had just told my college roommate, I'm not dating anyone for two years at least. I'm not interested in boys. But there's so many cute Catholic boys here. We went to Franciscan University, and neither of us came from communities that had very many Catholic people in them. So to be around young Catholic people was a totally new thing for both of us. Yeah. I was from Vermont, and she's from upstate New York.
1: Okay, well, at least you knew cold. If you at a Catholic University, Steubenville's very cold. Yes. <laughs> oh, otherwise, yeah. it's very cold. Oh, yes. But yes, you yes. were never around a, a lot of Catholic boys at that point then?
2: Before? Oh, no, no. I mean, there were boy- every boy I ever had a crush on was okay. just like kind of a druggie and, okay. you know, just like the typical high school, public high school kid who oh. you think, you know what, they're not for you. So to be able to be in an environment where there were actual potential good husbands and fathers and interesting people was exciting. Yeah. And I kinda told her, like, you're gonna have a boyfriend within two weeks, I guarantee it. And I'm but I'm not gonna look at anybody. And then it was the first college party, the first weekend I was there, and he was the first person I met on the doorstep was Justin.
3: Wow. Yeah. And the the, funny
2: thing about that is now she is a a Carmelite nun in Alhambra. We both ended up in in California. Her name's sister Sean Pauline. She's a wonderful Carmelite sister. So we always laugh about that.
1: That is fantastic. Now, Mm -hmm. you grew up in the Vermont area originally before you went off to Steubenville to explore your vocation a little bit, uh, at least educationally. And then what about you? How did you end up at Steubenville?
0: I I was a California boy. Grew up in Southern California, Ventura County. And I did not want to go to the middle of the country. (laughs) Um,
1: yeah, stupid Villezadek yeah. said, I think you could get to Pittsburgh if you take the bus. But. No,
0: there's no, there's no waves. And like you said, it gets cold there. Yeah. So for me, it was, it was a really big adjustment. I went there because I had a conversion when I was 13 years old. I grew up in a Jewish family, and I felt like I was this tree that had this beautiful blossom that just knew love for Christ, but I had no roots. So if a wind came, I'd just fall. And okay. Let's,
1: let's back up for just a moment. So you had a conversion at 13. So 13 puts you somewhere around seventh, eighth grade, something like that. Mm-hmm. What was going on? How did that go? Um, how, did you, how did you get converted if you weren't around a whole lot of people? That yeah. Well,
0: that, that, that is a bit of a, a long story, but our family had moved to a new neighborhood and there was a Vatican II study group that my mom decided to, ah. to get to know the neighbors and she <laughs> wanted to participate. So- she started going into this Vatican to this vacuum to second. Catholic faith. That's the best thing to, to yeah. Judaism. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and she just fell in love with how intellectual the church was. And she, Rosalind Moss. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. So she told in fact Rhonda Shervin was a good friend of, of okay. the family and yeah. um, you know, my mom's godmother, I believe. Yeah. So she was kind of nurtured into the church and the entire family, including myself, shunned her. We said what, what are you yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. My grandma my grandma tells oh, wow. told my dad, divorce her. She's horrible. Divorce <laughs> her. And he's going to lead you away you know, to Yeshua. Lead <laughs> you away. But my dad was a good man, and he supported her. Uh, although he he went to church when she went, but he never nailed, never genuflected, didn't believe, but uh, he didn't want to split the f- family in two, although I'm fast-forwarding a little here. No,
1: but that's that's a but, good insight to where yeah. his ha- attitude was.
0: Yeah, he was uh, he was a good man. And as I'm watching my mom go through this experience, I was making fun of her because all my friends made fun of me for being Jewish. Okay. And I, I thought they were weird for believing in Santa Claus and believing that... Uh, well, that's fourth God grade, anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and the, believing that God was man, right? Yeah. I thought that was just an absolute ludicrous concept. So my mom grounded me, and my punishment was I had to go to church with her once a month. Ugh. So I went, and my first time walking into a church, I saw this crucifix with a man on it. And, and I'd never seen a crucifix before. It's a
1: math thing. It's, this is what they do if you don't get your pluses and minuses right. It's yeah. nailed to a plus
0: sign. Is nailed to a plus <laughs> sign. <you> <laughs> it is a positive. Study harder. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I've never heard that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's for students. Yeah. I was a principal at a Catholic school, so yeah, that's <laughs> amazing. So I I couldn't look at uh, this cross was it was almost repulsive to me really at first like if you've never if you, you grew up just seeing a crucifix it just it feels it's normal you see it it doesn't right. shock you but it shocked me. And I kind of related it to just like almost seeing a man in an electric chair. Mm-hmm. Just and the horrifying image that is of of watching someone being killed. Yeah. Anyways, I just would not look at this cross. Gave me the oobie Yeah. And time well, went on. If you're
1: gonna go see God at 13 years old, the last thing you want to do when you walk into a religious center is to see someone being executed.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's not for me. Either. Yeah. I do that. That's what that. If it means that, I don't want to be part of that. Uh, that's a fascinating insight because I don't think most Catholics think
1: of it that way. Because you're right. They've been. I don't want to say desensitized, but they've been desensitized to mm-hmm.
0: what. How stark that can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So now fast forward a year. My mom's coming into the church. She's being baptized. Our family goes and we sit in the very, you know, they've reserved the uh, seats in the front row. Well, we sat in the back, back, the farthest back seat you could possibly sit in. That's where the good Catholics That's, are. that's <laughs> where all the good Catholics are <laughs> and the good Jews. There you go. So we're here sitting in the back of the church and my mom enters into the tank and she comes out and I'm, Fourteen now at this point in time, and she comes up just looking more beautiful than I. I would never look at my mom and think, "Oh, you are beautiful." That just yeah, wasn't in yeah, the mind of a fourteen-year-old. Yeah. But her beauty was so overwhelming that it just brought me the tears, and I just couldn't stop crying. I just cried and cried and cried. I couldn't stop. I couldn't hold the tear, the tears back. It was really like the gift of tears the entire time. The entire rest of the mass, I just cried. And I was really embarrassed because I didn't want anyone to see me crying, and I I was self-conscious. So I put my hand over my face. You're
1: a middle school teenage boy. Yeah, I'm (laughs) a middle school teenage
0: boy. My hands are, are over my eyes, and I start staring at this cross. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, waiting for i'm waiting for jesus to move i'm like there's going to be a finger something will twitch like something's (laughs) going to give me a sign you know i'm looking at this i'm like because i know i'm being moved and i don't know by what and i just say these were my exact words all right god who is this jesus dude that's all it takes that's all it was wow and in that moment i was given the gift of faith wow
1: that is incredible We hear all the time that the idea that um, all you have to do is to be open to faith and God will infuse you. And here you are with this incredible story, really, about a youthful inquiry. All right, if this is what it's all about, let me know. Who are you? What are you? What's this all about? And it came to you. You had the gift of faith. What do you mean
0: by that? How did it play out for you then? I just knew. I just knew that. Jesus was God. I, right after Mass, I mean, I, I came up to my mom. And I said, Mom, I want to be baptized. She started crying. Wow. And then, then my dad said, Oh my gosh, what's happening in my family? <laughs> <laughs> he, he started Boy, crying. <laughs> they. Boy, they. And um, that was kind of the beginning of my journey. So going back to uh, Steubenville, I wanted to go there to learn about the faith. Sure. I had this love for God, this love for the faith, but no real knowledge. No understanding.
1: You're going to get real good basics of the faith in orthodox depth at a place like Steubenville. Mm-hmm. So great place to go if you want to learn what the faith is all about. You can stand up and look left and right from there, but you, you mm-hmm. need that foundation.
3: And mm-hmm. that's
0: what
1: Steubenville is going to get you. Yep. So that's what where you went. What What did you major in when you went to Steubenville?
0: Majored in mental health and human services. Okay. And then went on for my master's in counseling. Wow. Although I... Do nothing in that
1: space. Oh, nothing at all (laughs) in
0: counseling. at all. Music has nothing to do with that.
1: Wow. We are talking to Hope and Justin Schneer, and they have a a music ministry. We're going to continue calling it that for now. You've been playing uh, all over the place. We're going to come back and talk a little bit about that. You were here at the cathedral Mm -hmm. and um, putting on um, some of what you do. Mm. for people to encounter God a little more directly through the aesthetics of music. Mm. When we come back, I want to hear a little bit more about your story. And uh, Hope, when you tell us a little bit of the story, I understand you've got some music as well that has been important to you. Mm. You're listening to Orange County Catholic Radio. I'm Rick Howick, your host. We're on with Hope and Justin Schneer, and we will be right back.
3: Hey everyone, Timri from Trending with Timree's here. This week I have a licensed marriage and family therapist in studio with me. And we're talking about the dissatisfaction that so many people experience within marriage. Maybe you have it yourself, but there are some key ways to work on your marriage. Be a little more self-aware. Make sure to join me for that and more on Trending with Timory this Sunday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific here on Relevant Radio.
1: This is John Romeri, Director of Music at Christ Cathedral
0: in Garden Grove, California.
1: We are just months away from the dedication of our beautiful cathedral. But in the meantime, we have some spectacular concerts at Christ Cathedral. Check out our website at ChristCathedralMusic.org or our Facebook page at
0: Christ Cathedral Music. We'd love to see you here. Christ Cathedral Concerts, great music in a sacred place. For tickets, visit ChristCathedralMusic.org.
1: And welcome back to Orange County Catholic Radio, coming to you high atop the Tower of Hope on the beautiful campus of Christ Cathedral where Catholic faith is crystal clear. I'm Rick Howick, your host, and with me today is Hope and Justin Schneer, and they play music for God and for the people around them so that people encounter Jesus Christ through their ministry, which is why I was talking about it as being a music ministry. That's what you Mm -hmm. do. And we were talking with Justin about his transition in life a, a real full conversion from a Jewish background to becoming Catholic as a teenage boy, along with his mother, and then eventually his father as well, and then going off to a nice little Catholic school out in Ohio, and uh, where you met Hope.
3: Yes. Christ and University hope University.
1: Hope came into your life in a whole other way. That brings up the question for me: Hope, what's your background? How did you get involved with with ministry? How did you get involved with with Christ? being so active in your life?
2: I grew up in a wonderful family, a strong Catholic family, but we were kind of, in the, in a sense, a little bit on our own um, in terms of the church in Vermont. So we had a few other connections, Catholic connections, but went to public school and often found myself battling social issues, Catholic issues, as like one against all in those situations. So... Um, B-
1: Vermont has a, a number of people in it, I understand, who can take a, a, a secular social perspective on a
2: number of issues. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's become the religion there is really um
1: This is where liberalism. Senator Ber- Bernie Sanders comes from.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. It's very strong, but there's so much to love about it. I love my home state. There's great food, there's great music and arts, and there's a lot of good people. So I don't want to trash talk it because no. there's a lot that's missing but there's lots that's there. There's you know, that that did feed my soul in and music was one of those gifts that I spent a lot of time in like little coffee houses that people would be reading poetry and sharing music and just sweet little emerging artists, a lot of songwriters, um, just a, a real artistic community that fed my own soul and in a sense brought me closer to God. So so something that we're particularly interested in or I'm interested in is how secular music or music that is not explicitly Catholic or Christian can be a window to the soul to experience God. We were talking about this earlier, how music is can be n- known as the language of longing. And when you hear that language of longing in a song, it resonates with you. And oftentimes it's the subtlety of that that can be more piercing than the overtness of Praise You, Jesus Christ, even though I'm all about loving music like that. And I have days where I just want to sing praise and worship. But from an artistic standpoint, um, in terms of the human struggle and the journey, there's a lot of secular music or music just done by good-willed people that I think can really aid people on that journey towards truth.
1: From a theological perspective, and I, I don't want to go into weeds here anywhere, but Historically, we've always really started off with the intellect. Yes, and it's backwards. Yeah, you don't really start trying to unpack what you believe until you already start believing it. Yes, we're attracted by the beautiful.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's the aesthetics
4: mm-hmm.
1: of encounter, of people, mm-hmm. of love, and of beauty.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And in music, you have all of that making its way through. Sometimes. Despite your best efforts not to, which yeah. is where secular music could often have some of that. Right. There's a lot that's wrong with a lot of secular music,
3: mm-hmm. but oh, there's absolutely.
1: a lot that's right. With absolutely. a lot that's good.
2: But when it resonates with you, we were talking about the Mona Lisa as a great example. What is what is so attractive about the Mona Lisa? It's the subtlety of her smile. It's that room for mystery. And how the mind wants to understand, but the heart wants to ponder. The heart wants mystery. So when you have music that is directed toward the good, directed toward the beautiful, directed toward God, but still leaves room for that um, space to ponder and journey, I think that can be a more, for some people, can be a more profound ministry, if you want to use that word, than something that draws a line between us and them. So oftentimes Christian music can draw a line between us and them where if you've got a relationship with Jesus, you're on the right side of this line and you can, and this music is eliciting a response that you know how to give. But if you're on the other side of that line, it can make you feel uncomfortable. Sure.
1: Well, and that music isn't really speaking so much to the beautiful at that point. It's trying to speak to what we would call the good and either you're good or you're not. Yeah. And it's causing you to say, hey, am I morally right or am I not morally right? Yeah. That's actually a challenging dichotomy. Right. Challenging. That's a problem. Right. It's not a solution.
2: And I almost want to take that line that's being drawn and erase it, and then turn the axis to a, instead of a um, a vertical line to a horizontal line, where where there's room for a pathway, there's room for a journey to be traveled from wherever that person is. There's something they can relate with: heartbreak, human struggle, but then an idea of salvation, redemption, just little notes of hope that are weaved in that encourage that journey.
1: Okay. We've been talking a lot about ideas yes, here. Yes, yes, yes. I'm hoping that at some point we're going to be, you can give me an example of sure, that in sure. musical form because what you're talking about is no matter whether you're explicitly trying to talk about the virtues of, of Christianity and God and, and what you would call explicit mm-hmm. uh, religious music, mm-hmm. you're talking about the heart and soul of of people's encounter mm-hmm. with the good with the true and with the beautiful mm-hmm. in music regardless of what you want to tag it as.
2: Right, and I'm not so interested as here's our concept or here's our here's our song about beauty and let this let this take you where it will. I mean, yes, that would be nice if it can touch people, but I'm also interested in breaking down this idea of egoism that has infiltrated music so strongly, where in order to rise to the top, you got to self-promote, 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 yeah. to the point where everyone else who's good almost seems like a threat. Yeah. You know, And I, I hate that mentality. So kind of breaking that down and saying, well, here's a little gift that we have, but I'd like to hear your gifts and really appreciating uh, the gifts of others and really encouraging songwriters and artists to listen to one another and work with one another and appreciate one another and not to feel threatened by others' gifts, but to try to um, let their music also lead us.
1: This long last little bit of conversation yeah. started with a question about sure. what got you involved in the history of God. <laughs> Sorry. It was, it, no, it's fascinating because what got you involved was this, what sounds like a love affair with music yeah. and how God speaks to the It was love for <laughs> folk
2: music. So I don't see us as like Catholic musicians. I see us as more like folk musicians that happen to be Catholic. So that really weaves its way in. But it was really love for the music that became an integral part of who we are, and our faith is also an integral part of who we are. So those those meet.
1: How'd that happen? Because the last time we, we left Justin over here, he was in Steubenville at a porch uh, at a party at the very first part of, of going there. So how did this play out for the two of you? When you met and began to get involved with each other, how did you bring out this musical calling in
0: the two of you? Yeah, so that night when we met, in our conversation, we discovered we both played music, and I told Hope, "Hey, I have some guitars upstairs. Let's let's go, let's go play some music together." So I grabbed my guitars, I run downstairs, and she played a song she wrote. I played a song I wrote. I was like, I was blown away <laughs> by her. By her, um, she might not have been as blown away by me as I was by her, but I was blown away by you. Hope. Were awesome. And then people heard us playing and said, hey, do you know this song? Oh, do you know that song? And before we, we knew it, we were basically giving a little concert for the party. <laughs> and we're like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> she ends up leaving the party. I don't get her number. The next day I call my mom. I said, Mom, I met this girl. I know this is crazy, but I, I think she's the one. <laughs> and uh, Right away. Yeah, letters. right away. Love it, first note. <laughs> Love it, first note. But I didn't get her number, and I hang up the phone. I go out to get the paper, and I was going to read the paper and have some coffee. And this car pulls up in a big black Cadillac with big tinted windows. With the win- He rolled down the window just just ever so slightly and goes, Hey, you. And I look at him. He, I'm, I'm like, like hey, you're, <laughs> hey, what's up? Those cars how are you, how you doing, kind <laughs> brother? We're good. And he goes... You want a ticket? I'm like, no, I'm all right. It's all right. He's like, you sure you don't want a ticket? Let's do a folk fest. I'm like, oh, well, I like folk music, but I, I, I don't have any money. He's like, oh, come on. He's like, Joan Bias is playing. Wilco's playing. You, you want a ticket? I'm like, no, really, I'm good. He's like, well, here, have it. And he gave me one ticket to a concert. And I'm thinking, gosh, what am I gonna? I, I guess I'll go to the show myself because this is if this is even a real ticket. Yeah. <laughs> and i called up uh one local friend that i had this was now school hadn't even started at this point okay. point. and this was a, a couple that had graduated and were just living locally yeah,
1: where was this going to be held because stupid is not exactly no the right it major was starlight theater
0: in pittsburgh oh okay yeah you got to go all the way to pittsburgh yeah. to do that That's so you know 30 I, miles or something thir- like yeah it's like a 45 minute drive you know okay. so i end up Calling up this couple, and they're like, yeah, we're going to this show. Come on, carpool with us. Follow us. So I show up at their house, and there's hope. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing here? And Yeah,
2: and, I, and they were some old friends of um, our families and my sister, and and they kind of said, oh, welcome to Steubenville. It's you know, your first, first weekend here. Just come with us to this really fun concert. So out of, like, 3,000 people, students there is probably five people from steubenville that are actually attending this concert and we both happen to be among them so
0: yes our first yeah god wasn't involved with no no no. No. i mean whoever my my angel drives a cadillac i know that (laughs) and he's black that's good that's very good he offers free tickets that's that's fantastic
1: so you went to the concert you guys had good conversation you actually got her phone number this time And uh, the rest of it was dating history at Steubenville. Yeah, which uh, means we
2: did get married after my sophomore year, which was not what I expected. Going to college, that I would leave Steubenville after two years, but it was really beautiful. I spent a semester in Austria. They have that program there, an Austrian program. A hundred students go and live in this old Carthusian monastery. So beautiful, and I had spent um, the semester there before we got engaged. And Justin wrote me a letter every day when I was in Austria. And I prayed and prayed and prayed in that chapel because I was afraid. I knew that he was going to ask me to marry him because he'd asked my father oh. for my hand in marriage, and my dad kind of, like, let me know about that. Yeah. And I was thinking, what? I'm only 19. What is he thinking? You know? And I was scared, but it was sort of this unspoken thing between us. But I had a semester to really prepare for that and think about it. And, and it was beautiful because... As much as I loved Justin, as much as I wanted to marry him, I didn't marry him because I was head over heels in love with him. I married him because I, I really felt the call, like a vocational call through time of prayer. And I just um, I was just hearing this wonderful priest talk about matrimony, and he was saying that so often we don't we don't we neglect the word mission in matrimony. And it's not about fulfillment. If you're looking to get fulfilled, you're going to be fail you're going to fail. Yeah. You know, it's really about mission. It's about joining together to accomplish this mission together that God's calling you to.
1: You're, you're either called into this or you're not.
2: Yeah, but, but I just I wanted to say that to any people who are discerning marriage, that to really pay attention to that, is this what God wants, more than, more than your emotional response to this human individual, you know?
1: We are talking with Hope and Justin Schneer, and they are a musical couple who play music for... A whole bunch of Catholic people, along with a lot of other people, but recently you were at the cathedral here playing. When we come back, I want to hear some of the music that's spoken to your hearts that helps explain your story a little Mm -hmm. bit. You're listening to Orange County Catholic Radio, and we will be right back.
0: The passing of a loved one is a difficult and often sorrowful step in life's journey. The helpful and supportive staff at the Cathedral Memorial Garden Cemetery, located on the 34-acre iconic Christ Cathedral Campus, are here to assist you and your family through this transition, offering
3: a central location, serene garden-like grounds, majestic fountains, and a dramatic statuary, all set within the beautiful Christ Cathedral Campus. For more information, please visit memorialgardens.christcathedralcalifornia.org or contact 714-489-6102.
1: Hi, this is Rick Howick from Orange County Catholic Radio. It is my privilege and pleasure to come to you each week from beautiful Garden Grove, California at the Christ Cathedral. And I'd also like to extend to you an invitation that if you know of someone who would make a great guest for our show, to drop us an email, and we'll try to get your suggested person on the air. That would be at newscalendar at rcbo.org. That's newscalendar at rcbo.org. And we'll catch up to you next time on Orange County Catholic Radio. welcome back to Orange County Catholic Radio. With me today is Hope and Justin Schneer. And we have been talking about how the two of you got together uh, from such very different backgrounds. And yet some very sim- similar backgrounds mm-hmm. with uh, a call to music and a call to express yourself with music. I really would like to hear from your heart and soul a little of the music that you play. You had a song for us you wanted to share. What's this song about?
2: This song is called St. Michael's VW, and it's about the idea of what might happen to Justin when he dies, which is a horrible idea, but.
0: This goes back to Bishop. Yeah. (laughs) This isn't my favorite. This is my Bishop through. This is is actually my favorite song that Hope's written. I've never had a song written about me or for me, uh, but I, I didn't expect it to be about what would happen to me when I die.
2: Justin had a beautiful 1974 VW bus that he restored.
0: 72.
2: 72.
0: I'm shocked. It's
2: gorgeous. Yeah. And Don't do that again. We parked it in this beautiful old barn on our property, and there's not very many old barns in California, yeah. and I accidentally, um, with a heat lamp trying to take care of these little baby chickens, I burned the whole she burnt barn, the barn down, including oh. the VW bus. So it was a painful chapter of our lives. But there's an. Oh, I <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs>
0: I spent five years fix, fixing this I mean, thing up. I had just amazing. finished it. I hadn't even officially used it once. And you have like, learned the virtue of forgiveness. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was tough. over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And probably your strategic thinking was the only way to like make this remedy to this is to write a song about it in yeah, such yeah, a way that's so emotional.
3: Yeah. Oh, that, is, that is
0: great. All right, and, I got to hear yeah. this song. And, <laughs> and the irony is, this is not. The subtleness of a smile. This is not one of our subtle songs.
4: Yeah, this is
2: one of our more Catholic songs. Overtly
0: Catholic, but beautiful.
2: Yeah. When
4: you die, I hope that the first thing that you see Is a beautiful lady with the moon on her face She'll lead you to water Take you for a sail She'll say don't be afraid Just hold on to my veil Hopping in St. Michael's VW You'll say they don't make them like this anymore And he'll say not up here There's plenty in store And there's one just for you Little child that looks left behind, and you gesture to Michael to pull off the road. His brown eyes grow bigger as the camper.
1: What a great song! This is this is one that I think is going to be at many funerals now that people have heard this. Uh, you do have a way for people to get a hold of your music too. Yeah, if
2: you go to HopeAndJustin.com, dot com, um, you can purchase albums, but it's available on iTunes and Spotify and all the normal.
1: But HopeAndJustin.com, dot com. We'll come back to that again later yeah. on when we when we go. So yeah, that's not exactly a non Christian song, and yeah. it was. I I'm glad I know the backstory about <laughs> no why it is that, uh, say Michael has a VW, but, um, it, I'm glad that, uh, mercy and forgiveness gets into this. So that's very good. Yeah. So this was actually written to help take care of your purgatory, hope. Uh, <laughs> got it. So how does this then figure in? I'm looking at, um, you two coming together. You have children. We talked mm-hmm. about that briefly before we got started here. How to set you up because there is one more on the way, yes. but this right now in, in in utero is number what?
2: Number nine. Number
1: nine. Yeah. Okay. Which
2: I don't even know how that happened, honestly. Well, we're, we're not, so not going
1: to explain eight. that over the air. So yeah,
0: but but eight you have now. They range in age from what to what? Yeah, the oldest is 16. 17. Se- oh, he's just turned 17. Yeah, but his, he's oh, the
1: dad. He's allowed to. Yeah,
0: the, the yeah. Six, he's, as long as it's been six months, he's good. Don't ask me anything. And <laughs> the, the youngest is two. And uh, they're all very musical. Well, the youngest, so,
1: I think, is about four months in utero. But
3: that's yeah. yeah.
0: The way that music translates itself in kind of our day-to-day now with, is really more familial than anything. Our kids are constantly playing music. We have walls full of instruments from bass, we have drums, we have bass, we have guitars, we have mandolins, we have fiddles, ukuleles, and we have multiple we have stand up bass, we got electric bass, we got acoustic bass we got it's we have everything yeah so
1: um I'm not shocked at that i'm just yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I did that with my kids. I I have uh, four, but it was the miracle of eBay. You can go on yeah, eBay and totally. find stuff that's really cheap, and you can then bring it home. But they could play it totally and decide if they like working with that. If what sounds yeah. does that make, and how does it work? So yeah, it's
2: fun. Yeah, found if you limit the screens and leave a bunch of guitars around, teenage boys pick them up and figure out how to play things. It's pretty awesome. They're better yeah. than both of the boys. I mean, are...
0: they're they're getting better than us. For yeah, sure. <laughs> they, I mean, really, when, where our ministry, I mean, it starts with our family, and but our house is very open, so we have a lot of people. It's more localized, like our music ministry is really more local than anything. We have a lot of local musicians. We we started a tradition called Tuesday Nights with Maury where our, we started this when our, our my son... Yeah, we
2: had a baby named Maury at the time. Now he's eight. But no. we started, like, we put Maury to bed. He wasn't invited to the Tuesday nights with Maury. And then we would we'd just have music. people over and just play music.
0: Anyone cool. pick up an instrument, let's play, share a song. And, and your kids all were a part of that. Uh, not really. Most
2: of them, would yeah. they would go to bed. I mean, it was more like us and our friends, and that's how we started recording in time. as a band. In time. Yeah, but now they're old enough that they could. we play with them for sure. But um, at the time, they weren't quite old enough to stay up late and hang and do all that.
0: But we, re- really, that just us getting together, playing music as kind of a community of yeah. individuals uh, from all different walks, developed into us uh, recording our second album, Eastern Bound, where people are like, "Gosh, you got to record some of this music. This is awesome." So let's,
4: let's
1: talk about that for a moment. When you were um, at, at Steubenville, you said that you left after two years, and mm-hmm. got married. Did you go into music right away? What was the... Let me put it this way. Most artists are starving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when did you actually
0: decide you're, this is what we're going to do? Well, we made a conscious decision. I mean, we, we felt like we were going to have to give up the music when we first started a family. We, d- we didn't see how it could all fit. Uh, the life of a musician is very difficult they're on the road there's a lot of travel it's hard especially if you're a couple and trying to do this together it's it was it just seemed very far out, out of reach impossible. yeah mm-hmm. not realistic yeah. so we really just gave it up and then eventually we started realizing how we could implement it into our life with our family with our community and well, I'll talk a little later, maybe the last segment, about a project I'm working on called Mr. Smith. It's kind of the culmination of all that discovery of like, how music is in our life and how we, what place it has. But we decided we didn't want to be professional musicians in a traditional sense. We didn't want to travel. It wasn't, it wasn't quite right for our family.
2: Also, there's a the beauty in, you know, I'm always trying to break down what has become of music in our culture, which is this fame or nothing. That's not what music is supposed to be, especially folk music. It's of the people. It's supposed to be bonfires and song sharing and, you know, just your local community. We're all about supporting local food. Like, let's support our local musicians and just appreciate who the people around us are. So kind of making it that, bringing it back to the home and bringing more of a homespun feeling with music is part of that breaking down of the American Idol notion of music
1: we are a society that really likes the new big thing. Yeah. It's almost as if the new big thing's going to save us. It's, yeah. Uh, and you're not trying to compete with the savior in yeah. your yeah. of music. You're trying to to support the savior mm-hmm. in your type of music. Wow. When we come back for that section, I'd like to hear something from you Justin uh, as well, maybe the two of you together. I don't know, you decide what you would like to do. This has been a fascinating discussion, but I, w- I want to say something I just think is absolutely beautiful. And it's the idea that from what sounds like the very beginning of your relationship, it wasn't just about you.
3: Mm-hmm. It
1: was always about God and God's plan for you. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you've never lost sight of that. I'm, I'm sure because <laughs> I don't know you that well, but I'm sure you've had your, your, your ins and outs, your ups and downs, your, your, your issues that come with every family. But it sounds like that grounding has mm-hmm. really put you. So, that, as you put it when you were talking about marriage, this is your mission, mm-hmm. and your mission has to do with God and what His plan is for you. Mm-hmm. And if if God has a way, uh, He's going to He's going to get you the ticket to get you the concert where mm-hmm. she's going to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. and He knows what He's doing. You're listening to Orange County Catholic Radio. I'm here with Hope and Justin Schneer, who are playing music for God and have been playing here at the cathedral, and when we come back, I want to hear a little bit more, and we will be right back. This is John Romeri, Director of Music at Christ Cathedral in Garden Grove, California. We are just months away from the dedication of our beautiful cathedral. But in the meantime, we have some spectacular concerts at Christ Cathedral. Check out our website at ChristCathedralMusic.org
0: or our Facebook page at Christ Cathedral Music. We'd love to see you here. Christ Cathedral Concerts, great music in a sacred place. For tickets, visit ChristCathedralMusic.org.
1: And welcome back to Orange County Catholic Radio. I'm Rick Howick, your host. And with me today are Hope and Justin Schneer. And I just want to say you two have been so gracious to be so open about talking about your call to each other, your call from God to ministry, to music. Um, I keep putting the term ministry in there, but that's what it is. And I appreciate very much your willingness to be so open. Thank you for coming on. In case I forget later to say it, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having us. You're very welcome. We had the privilege of having you here at the diocese and and uh, and playing at our festival here. You've got other projects that are going on. Tell us a little bit about what's going on in your family, what's going on in your world, what's going on with your your music.
2: Well, one thing we're really excited about is being a part of the 1531 Festival, which happens August 10th at the Santiago Retreat Center. And it's part of a larger Compostela camp out for the whole weekend. Last year was sort of the pilot year for this festival. And it's kind of taking our, our idea of music, of folk music and Catholicism and the arts and songwriting and creativity and putting it on stage. So we've got great artists all day long from about 1 until 10 o'clock at night. We break for dinner and for mass and we close with a beautiful Byzantine hymn to the Blessed Mother that's led by the artists. And our, our goal here isn't to be an explicitly Catholic event, but to sort of do an 80-20 thing, where most of the artists on stage, about 80% are Catholic artists, emerging songwriters, um, sort of supporting the artists, mostly from the L.A., the greater L.A. area. And then we got about 20% who are just really good musicians and really great songwriters. And having this festival be the sort of thing where you can invite your neighbor who's not a Catholic and they can come and they can drink a beer and they can listen to good music and really appreciate the day. And then, hey, there's mass and, hey, there's a prayer at the end. And uh, there's a lot of beautiful um, community and friendship and amazing food.
1: There was something different.
2: Yeah. This is called the
1: 1531. Yes. Do you know what the, the date 1531 has to do with?
2: 1531 is the year that um, Our Lady appeared to Juan Diego. Ah. So it's it's really um, in honor question. of the Blessed Mother. And uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful festival, kind of just celebrating the arts and folk music in particular.
1: And this is in August, and it's at the Santiago Retreat yeah. Center here in, in beautiful Orange County. Yes. Uh, and it's an incredible
2: place. If it anyone is. hasn't been there, I mean, it's magical. With all these gorgeous oak trees, to have a, a property like that for this disposal. I mean, it's gorgeous. So.
1: And this costs hundreds of dollars to go to. <laughs> this is actually a fairly low-key event as far as uh, finances go. It's yeah. an easy thing to do, but it's there to be able to have people experience the, the beauty yeah. of God's gift of music. And this is more like, as you were saying earlier, that low-key Mm-hmm. Uh, Catholic faith where you're not talking about St. Michael's
2: mm-hmm. uh, yeah. a VW I mean, there's a few there, those in right. there peppered in but then it's not it's not we're trying to not draw that line where people yeah. feel uncomfortable if they're on the wrong side of it. it we're trying to really open up our arms in terms of let's appreciate let's ponder let's enjoy these gifts
1: what would we hear let's hear a little bit what would we hear if we were at the festival what are you, gonna, what are you planning
0: to play for us <laughs> uh, this is a song that uh we wrote it that it, it, w- it won yeah
2: it won um uh, first place in the United States songwriting competition in um 2017 for the folk genre which was really a, a wonderful accolade to receive so and
0: it's really it's our love and we're looking kind of at our young love pondering that enjoying those times but then really just taking in and just enjoying our mature uh love of years of marriage and childbearing mm mm-hmm and just enjoying life and just the joy of life. And being
2: able to press the pause button amidst all the busyness of life. But there's a reference in this also to um, St. Jose Maria Escriva's holy moment where you're supposed to get out of bed and not just keep hitting your snooze button, and you kiss the floor and you say servium, and that should be your first action of the morning. And we've got a wonderful spiritual director that that helped us just with that, and then among other, uh, a lot of wonderful gifts came from that. But there's reference to that holy moment in this song. It's called Lay You Down.
3: Felt in Until you end.
4: Hey, hey, hey. hey, yeah Hey, Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: beautiful song, so in, much encapsulating what it is to be in love and to be Catholic mm. <laughs> without ever using the word Catholic yeah. in the entire song. It's all about the, the love that you experience when you get up in the morning and when you go to bed at night. What a fantastic testament to what you do. This is the last part of what, where we are together. What's going on in your world that we really ought to hear about? What's, what's happening that's coming up?
0: So we're working on a project now um, which, which kind of relates to 1531, there's a community of musicians that we've drawn in post the fires from Ventura County sparked this idea to start a project called Mr. Smith. And no pun intended the yeah. spark part. Yeah. yeah, sparked. Mr. Smith and Unity Project. And what that M- is... Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith and the Unity Project. Unity Project. And what that is, is Hope and I are, uh, essentially the wordsmiths. Um, that's Mr. Smith. And then the Unity Project are all the musicians who come and donate their time to play on this track. And everyone who plays on this track, they're very prominent. We've been blessed to play with some very prominent musicians, to name a few. Mike Miley, Rival Sons, just an amazing uh, man, Catholic drummer for a rock band, uh, pretty well-known rock band. Ken Hensley uh, from The the Head and the Heart, which is just uh, amazing Really kind have
2: of a modern folk band. Folk, band yeah. Kind
0: of. Carl from uh, Big Bad Voodoo Daddies, amongst others. Two of them, Eamon uh, and Perry, who are on the track, are going to be playing at 1531. Okay. And it's basically all of us coming together. We wrote the song. We're trying to record ourselves out of it. And every play, everything is just given towards um, disaster recovery. And that's kind of where some of our mission is shifting, because we don't have the time to just tour the world But we like to write, and I like to produce music. So we're going to produce this music, bring in talented artists, have them play on it, who are giving of their time to give to something um, other than themselves. Wow. If people want to find out more information about you
1: or about uh, these upcoming projects, where again would they uh, look? What's your website?
2: Well, our website is hopeandjustin.com, and honestly, we're just now starting to talk about Mr. Smith, and it's it. there will be information on the website soon about that, mm-hmm. and there will be a video coming out soon, um, but for now, this is going to be sort of a first listen for anyone with this new track. Um, however, we expect that soon it will be out on all the streaming stations.
1: So we're going to play that track when we're done with our program? Yes. So. First of all, again, thank you so much for being on. And I, I want to say it has been a blessing for all of us and for all the people that are listening to be able to hear um, not only the music that you've been playing, but the story that really goes behind it that talks so strongly about God's mission in your lives. Mm. So thank you for being on. Would you mind please leading us in a brief word of prayer?
2: Yes, thanks, Rick. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming and entering into this conversation. And thank you, Lord, for all of the work that's being done here um, by all of your servants and for the acquisition of this beautiful cathedral by the church and for a moment to be a part of it. Thank you for our children. We pray for healthy marriages everywhere. We pray for all artists and all musicians. The Holy Spirit may... Enter into their longing and lead them closer to the heart of Christ. Blessed Mother, we honor you, we thank you, and we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace; the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy
1: Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death.
4: Amen. And the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: And once again, you've been listening to Hope and Justin Schneer, who are a musical couple who have been giving of themselves to God's mission uh, in music, here on Orange County Catholic Radio. If you would like to hear this again, you can go to our podcast, which is at OCCatholic.com, and you can download this, and you can hear again the preview of uh, some of this music. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you again next week.
4: It was midnight, I called at a red light I was talking to a dark light, but I kept it at bay It's an old town, oh it's hard to get around Especially when the whole town is trying to make an escape
3: Smoke on the mountain, I couldn't go around them. Flash and he lose no sleep.
4: Mama's in the kitchen packing up the keys. Papa's in the garden cutting down weeds. Brothers got the Chevy, we're making a break.
3: Grandma's in bed got a shake away. Help the high water, no father's a heartache. The belly's space to suck up a whole lake. he feast on your gold, even if it's fake. What he won't would take what he had he break.
4: Rich man driving.
3: The silverware, the come my father brush his hair He was Robin Hood, with no goods left to share He would buy scratch kick and he never find fair Stone was own home, now that black is your hair Your home is here, no bluff enough for me to care Playing truth the bear, my heart to tear I can't bear to stare at these nowhere stands Lost on the other side Lost on the other side Lost on the other side Sat down countin', countin' my chain.